What's up, guys? How are you? Welcome into a very, very fun and special Saturday morning because it's football. Daily Juice football. How are you? Matt Peralt with you. Can you tell I'm fired up? Man, it is great to have college football back. One of you guys asked me for a full recap of all the plays and picks we got going today. I will do that coming up here today. This podcast is always being found on bettingpros.com. It's always being brought to you by BetMGM. And you know it's football season because BetMGM has a brand new offer for you guys right now that I'll get to here in just one second. But I've got a boxing pick for you guys today. And I've got a UFC pick for you guys coming up here today. And then we got a whole lot of action going on here. And I mean a whole lot of action going on for us today here for college football. BetMGM has an NFL offer for you guys. It's a $10 free bet when you place a $25 future uh, football wager. You're going to kick off this season with a free bet. Just place a pro football futures wager of at least $25 and you'll score a $10 free bet during week one with BetMGM. How to use this offer? It's easy. You opt into the promotion from your BetMGM Sports account. Place a football future, pro football future wager of $25 or more, and you will get a $10 free bet to use for week one of the upcoming pro football season. Make sure you read the terms and conditions before you participate in this promotion, but it's all with BetMGM, a $10 free week one bet with a $25 future wager on pro football coming up this season with BetMGM for week one of the NFL. All right, so I did a little two-team parlay, and the Rays did what they were supposed to do. And unfortunately, it looks like for the 16th time this year, the Rockies are going to win a road game, amazingly enough. I did a Rays and Dodgers money line parlay and it looks like that's going to not it's 4-2 in the I think it's in the ninth inning now so it's late it's 10 15 I've been waiting for this game to end I can't wait any longer I got to record this and get it up so it looks like we're going to go 0-1 on the day down a half a unit but it's all about football it's all about coming up here today for us coming into this so let me recap everything as to where we are here for college football okay so here's where we are Nebraska in the morning, early on the road at Illinois, Illinois plus seven. Also in that game, that's a full unit on Nebraska on the Illinois plus seven, half a unit on the under 54 and a half. Okay. Under is looking more and more sexy. A lot of people I know are like liking the under a lot. We're going UCLA minus 17 and a half full unit up against Hawaii. We're going Fresno State uh, minus 27 and a half up against UConn. That pick, people have kind of scoffed at that because they think UConn can score on Fresno, maybe. But I think Fresno scores a lot. Team total for Fresno, not not a bad way. You want to jump in more. You want more action on that game. Team total, Fresno, go over. And then the over, 58.5 for New Mexico State and UTEP. That is also for a half a unit in play for that, okay? So those are the plays. Two bets on the first game and then three other bets going the rest of the day for us here on a football Saturday. I will be in the Discord channel all day. I am smoking a pork shoulder today, all day. I will have barbecue and I will have corn and I will have football and whiskey and drinks and fun and it's football, all right? I am so 
fired up to be back. If you were with us last year during football season, you know that it's a ritual of mine where normally on Sundays, but I'm smoking meat. I'm smoking ribs. I'm smoking brisket. I'm smoking everything I can get, a hand, get my hands on, chicken wings and whatever in my outdoor backyard smoker. So that's going all day today. So I'll have my phone. I'll be on the Discord channel. I'll be crying or celebrating or I don't know what we'll be doing, but we're up early. We're smoking meats and we're watching football. 10 a.m. Pacific time kick for Nebraska and Illinois. Right out of the gate, two bets. <laughs> right out of, Before I even get to lunch, I will have a pretty good idea whether I'm going to have a good day or a bad day. So let's hope, okay? But I don't care. Right now, it's so fun to be betting football that it's just so nice to have football back and I can ignore baseball. It's so nice. By the way, Speaking of football, do you see why I did not bet Friday night on preseason football in the NFL? Four overs. <laughs> Everyone was like, ah, oh, bet the under. It's all oops. Unders got annihilated. Public got annihilated. Books came roaring back last night. That's why I didn't bet it. That's why I'm not betting it today. Maybe on Sunday, but mm -mm. the parlay did not hit because Philadelphia are, are no, sorry, uh, the Carolina Panthers destroyed the Pittsburgh Steelers, <laughs> blew them out. So the parlay missed, unfortunately. So that didn't cash. So that now is seven and 24 all time and now up 22 units on that. If you were to bet $100, don't bet $100. But if you did, it's, down 20, it's up 22 units now, seven and 24 all time for us with the don't bet a parlay parlay. All right. So those are the college football bets we've got going on right now. Let's talk about Giga and I kill his name, Chikatse, Edison Barbosa. Okay. Let's just call it Edison against Giga. Make it easier for me. Okay. Main event tonight for UFC fight night here. The over-under on this fight is four and a half rounds, okay? Average fight time for Giga is 11.18. Average fight time for Edison Barboza is 11.27. This is a five-round fight. Barboza has looked very good since coming down to this weight class, coming down to 145, 75-inch reach to 74-inch reach. They're pretty much both the same height, 5'11 to 6 feet tall. Barboza is the veteran. Giga is a guy who's coming up. And 13 and two, a lot of money on him, a lot of money on him, a lot of public money coming in on Ninja. They think this dude's going to do some damage. This dude's on a, on a hot win streak right now. But Barbosa's won the last two fights that he has fought. This fight opened up with Barbosa as the favorite. Chikatse became a favorite during the week. And now we're back to having Barbosa being a small favorite here at minus 115. I came very close, and I mean very close, to taking the under in this fight. But I'm a little concerned about a couple of things. I'm concerned that Barbosa wants this fight to go deep. I'm concerned that Barbosa is going to say, you know what? It's better for me. I have a better shot at doing this if I go long term. If I stretch this fight out and use my cardio use my leg kicks and I keep Chikatse at distance. The leg kicks are going to be a big part of Barbosa. He just is ferocious with them and it wears on fighters. I think a part of me could see this fight end in the fourth or fifth round, but I equally can see this fight go all five rounds. So for that reason, I'm a little bit hesitant and concerned to take the under four and a half rounds. It's only minus 130. The over four and a half is minus 110 or even money. 
So the books are kind of saying it's a coin flip whether this fight goes the distance or not. So for that reason, I'm not going to get involved with the total here for this fight. I, I, I lean towards the under, but I'm not positive. And so rather than having to sweat it out, let's just pick a winner here, okay? And I think Barboza at 22 and 9, a guy who is older, but only by a couple of years, only by two years, I think Barboza's got more striking power. I think Barboza's got more kicking power. And I think at this weight class, I think experience matters. And I don't know if either fighter knocks out the other. This could be a win on the cards here. But at minus 115, I just think there's real value here on a fighter who has more experience, who's been in these brawls before, who's been around and has been very good at this weight class since going down to 145. Half a unit here, okay, on Edison Barboza to win just outright, either by knockout, by decision. Let's not get exotic here. We don't have to lay a lot of juice. Let's just take this as a half a unit, okay? Barboza, half a unit to win his fight against Chikatse in the main event at UFC Fight Night. This is at the apex, so there'll be a little crowd there. Nothing too extravagant, nothing too big. But let's jump in here with Barboza to win money line minus 115 for a half a unit. Okay? So what do we do for the other half a unit? You're not going to like this. I can tell you right now, you're not going to like this pick. Because I do believe that there could be something fishy going on between Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley. I believe that Ben Askren took a dive. My personal belief, I have no evidence of that. But watching Ben Askren eat donkey kicks from guys on their back and having him walk through it like they were nothing during his mixed martial arts career, I have a very hard time believing that Jake Paul with one punch could have knocked him out and knocked him silly. I just don't believe it. Okay. I believe that there is a lot of money to be made in the sensation of Jake Paul. I believe that Jake Paul is a is a guy who wants to fight Floyd. I think Jake Paul is a guy who wants to be, he wants to fight. I mean, I talked today, I was at my gym on, on Friday and two trainers who I know really well. I mean, one is Kenny Adams who Google that guy. Okay. <laughs> Google who Kenny Adams is. And you'll be like, Holy crap. Yeah. That guy's at my gym. Okay. And they think that Jake Paul could fight. I mean, I mean, they think that he's really raw and he's got a, you know, I mean, he, but he's quick. He takes it very seriously. He's got some very good trainers in his camp and they very much want this guy to be something. And they feel like they've got, you know, a, a golden goose, a cash cow right there, but he has to keep winning or does he? Here's the interesting thing about this fight. So all the pressure is on Woodley, right? All the pressures. Let's go back to the betting that happened with the Askren fight. In the in the Askren fight, everybody, public pros, they all came in on Askren early. Then as the fight crept up and got closer, the value switched and became a value play on Jake Paul. And you saw a lot of sharp money come in on Jake Paul. And then Jake Paul knocked out Ben Askren. The exact opposite thing is happening here in this fight. This fight opened up somewhere around minus 190 for Jake Paul. Professional and public money have driven this thing all the way up to minus 215 for Jake Paul. I had Jeffrey Benson from Circa on my show on Friday, 
And I asked him about this fight. And he said, look, come fight night, we're going to very much need Tyron Woodley to win this fight. And when I heard that, I went, huh, interesting. Because you would think that the mixed martial artist, the guy who has fought for world championships, the guy who's got an MMA gas tank, the guy who has been in the wars before, the guy who understands how to get hit and be and not get hit, that that guy would bring the attention and that guy would bring the money. And he's not. It's plus 185 on Tyron Woodley. I'm going to tell you right now that I think Jake Paul wins this fight because I don't think this thing's on the up and up, okay? But there is value in Tyron Woodley, all right? It's nearly two to one. This is a value play. Sometimes you just bet the value. Sometimes you can take because the value on Woodley, and if you want to wait, I have no problem with you just waiting. And right before the the fight starts, Go ahead and take Woodley because the number is only going to go up unless we see really late steam professional money on Woodley. Look, this thing might go the distance. It could it could I could easily see this thing going the distance and I could easily see Woodley winning this fight. And then Jake Paul spinning it like I just went the distance with a former, you know, welterweight champion in the UFC. I I I went I lasted. He couldn't get me out. He couldn't clean me out. I was able to last that long, right? And you could spin that, and you could spin that into keep it going. If he doesn't get tattooed and knocked unconscious, you could. The Paul brothers might be able to spin that as a victory over Woodley. But Woodley comes out the winner then. Okay, Woodley gets wins more rounds, and he wins. Woodley has impressed me with the way he has spoken during this week leading up to the fight. And I'll admit it. He sold me that he actually feels like he's fighting for something, that he feels like his legacy is on the line and that he needs to prove something. And losing this fight would be a catastrophic loss to his career. And I kind of believe him. (laughs) And so I'm kind of like, hmm. Now, If this thing goes to the cards and Jake Paul wins on the cards, wouldn't shock me at all. Why? Again, I don't think this thing's on the up and up, okay? But books are putting numbers on it and people are betting it like crazy. And it's going to be a big event on Saturday night. People are going to be watching it. You might be watching it. You might care. I think there's value. Plus 185, plus 190. There's value on Tyron Woodley. Does he win? I don't think so. But it's value play. So if you're comfortable being on the right side of the bet and losing, which, by the way, is a thing, okay, you can be on the right side, take the value, knowing that there might be you might be walking into one, but you also might be doubling your money. It's worth the wager. It's gambling, okay? This is the one thing about betting that I think the average public doesn't always understand. It's not always about being right. It's about oftentimes being with the right side for the value. And I think there's value in Tyron Woodley. And if he wins, you cash a plus 185 plus 190 value. Okay. It's a good bet. Taking Woodley plus plus the money is a good bet. You're on the side of the sports books. More often than not, you want to be on the side of the sports books. Does that mean Jake Paul loses? No. Okay. No. Jake Paul very well could clean out Woodley. And then everyone's like, oh my gosh, because I do think the plan is. For a professional fight, the final fight for Floyd Mayweather Jr. is going to be against Logan Paul or Jake Paul. Sorry, not Logan Paul. Jake Paul. That'll be he already fought Logan Paul. Jake Paul. 
that that will be it. That will be the last time Floyd will go in there for a professional fight. He's 15-0. He'll go to 51-0, and his last fight will be against Jake Paul. I think that's the plan. Now, do they get it there? Does it happen? I don't know, but I think that's the plan. Everyone I've talked to in my gym, around the boxing world, everyone has said, well, that's the plan, right? He's going to fight Floyd because he already fought Logan. Now he'll fight Floyd, and then he'll really try against Jake because he wasn't trying against Logan. He'll really try, right? Remember how Jake Paul or Logan Paul talked about the fight after Floyd? I just went the distance with Floyd Mayweather Jr., right? They're going to spin it that they win either way. Whether they win or lose, the Paul brothers are going to say, we win, right? These guys got in the ring with us. They needed us. They needed our audience. They needed our money. We win regardless. And I think that's how Jake Paul is going to spin this. Half a unit on Woodley, plus 185. To win on the cards, to win by knockout, just to win. Value play. Again, not buying the whole things on the up and up. But I am going to take Woodley because it's plus 185. And I do think there's value in case Woodley does come out and really fight hard. And he cleans out Jake Paul. Woodley could be an absolute monster. It's a big deal for Woodley, by the way. If Woodley could knock out Jake Paul, oh boy, his stock skyrockets. Not in the UFC, just in pop culture. Skyrockets. He's the guy who knocked out Jake Paul. They could do it again. They could fight again. Who knows? So we're going with a Barbosa victory. Half a unit at minus 115, and we're going with a Tyron Woodley victory at plus 185 for a half a unit. That combined with all of our football plays that we have going on. So I'm going to be in the Discord channel. If you're not in it, man, you don't know what it's like to be on a football Saturday or Sunday with all of us. It is the best way to watch a football game. I could not tell you, regardless if you fade or follow my picks or have all your other plays going, to celebrate or commiserate, it is so fun bettingpros.com slash chat to get into this thing or on YouTube. It's underneath me. You guys can click on it. It is worth it. It's fun. It's free. It's an awesome community of guys, girls, people, men, women. We're all hanging out. Okay. We're all hanging out. We're all talking bets. We're all watching football. We're all sweating these games together. We're all commiserating when we lose. We're all celebrating when we win. It's super fun. And before college football really gets going in week one, try it out for week zero. It's free. It's easy. It's simple. Just come on in. I'll be in the Daily Juice channel, but you could be in the college football channel or anything else, baseball or whatnot. So let's just roll here, okay? Let's get going. It's college football. It's so great to have football back. I cannot wait. I will talk to you guys later today in the Discord channel for Nebraska and Illinois, 1 p.m. Eastern time kick, 10 a.m. Pacific time kick every morning. It's the Daily Juice podcast being brought to you by BetMGM, always found on bettingpros.com. 